and welcome to the very first episode of My Drunk Movie Theater. I'm your host, Kyle Sutton, along with my lovely co-host, Trisha Campbell. Hi. And today's guest is an old friend of ours who decided to jump ship from her old place of employment to her new place, which is still the same company-wide, Miss Lucy Taylor. Lucy, how are you today? Good. Good. Don't sound so nervous. You sound, like, terrified of what's coming. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. That is fair. Specifically you. Yeah. Just saying. What the hell? All right. You know what? That's fine. I mean, that's actually kind of fair. Um, So the whole idea of this podcast um, is actually we had started off. We've got coworkers that we work with that do not have not seen some of the great cinematic classics. Um, That's not the only thing we're going to be doing, though. We're probably going to wind up doing movie reviews. We're also going to be doing uh, uh, just entertainment news, whatever inter- you know interests us, I would think, because there's a lot of things that are going on in Hollywood now, uh, not just from a cinematic standpoint or from movies that are getting made, but you know the whole Me Too movement and all that. I mean, we'll talk about whatever we're thinking of. Um, so whereas My Drunk Movie Theater, we were going to originally start talking about you know movies, food and drink pairings, Really, we're just going to be like your drunk friend that just goes on a tangent and just talks about whatever the hell they feel like. So, that being said, tonight is going to be one of those nights, well, sorry, you're probably listening to this during the day, unless you're <laughs> a night owl like the rest of us. Um, so, today's show, we're actually going to be doing one of these old movie, old movies with a, with a person that's never seen it before. With a food and drink pairing. Unfortunately, Lusa, uh, Lucy is underage. I was trying to say Lucia. I'm trying to give out all your information. Yeah. Uh, Lucy is underage, so she's going to be our little DD tonight. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. the rest of the show is being brought to you by uh, our friends over at Angry Orchard Hard Cider. Trisha's drinking the rosé. How is it? Tasty as always. Okay. And, of course, I'm drinking the Casey Pills from Boulevard Wheat. Or from Boulevard. Boulevard Brewing Company. Streets ahead. By the way, we really have no sponsorship. I'm just advertising because I feel like it. So, tonight's movie is something that you and I have enjoyed for years and years and years. Yes. Um, I think you told me you used to steal your brother's videotape and wear it out. Yep. Chris is roughly nine years older than me. So, when this movie came out, I was only four or turning four that year. I don't know what time of year it came out. So, my brother would have been 13. So, prime age to be obsessed with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was just the little sister that wanted to do everything my big siblings did. So, I stole his toys. Youngest sibling. It's what I'm supposed to do, being the annoying little sister. And so, I would sneak into his room when he wasn't home and I'd steal his VHS tapes. So, I could watch them. And then I'd have to sneak them back before he got home. I was the oldest of three, so, uh, yeah, whenever my tapes got stolen, I was very upset about it. But that's okay. You have to educate the next generation. So, as Trisha said, the movie is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, just a little independent film from 1990 that I'm sure you guys have never, ever heard of. Um, Obviously, it is a huge part of the zeitgeist. I mean, it has had so many iterations over the years, and poor Lucy over here has been deprived of it. Lucy. I have to ask, how, how in the hell have you never seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I wasn't alive when it came out. Okay, that's not an excuse. <laughs> I wasn't alive when Psycho came out, and I've seen it. I've never seen My Psycho. My favorite movie came out before I was born, which is 
have to throw down. Same. Same. So um, shame. And none of my friends love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so I never... Really? No. Like, even with all the different iterations over the years, like, Mm-mm. none of them jumped into it? Nope. Okay, I've so never I... had a friend who was obsessed with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I've had friends who, like, would... They knew... We knew, like, the trivia of it, and we knew, like, the um, characters and everything, but we no one ever, like, was into it much all the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is just so wrong to me, but <laughs> um, I think that's because we're so much older, and that was like, and it's prime was right in the heyday where we were kids because I was yep. two when that movie came out. I mean, who wasn't into Turtles right? in the nineties? I can't, I can't remember. Not well. Take that back. Between Ninja Turtles and the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, yes. I mean, those were the 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 crime fighting groups that you saw it's kids true. of our generation wear. All the time. They would have arguments over who got to be which which character. It's true. <laughs> so what happens when you color code them? Yeah. 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 Leonardo's still my favorite because <laughs> of the blue. But I still appreciate Donatello. Raphael. I loved Red when I was a kid. Red Ranger was always my favorite too. Really? Yeah. Huh. I just didn't see that coming. I don't know. It's just because I've known you for so long. You're not an angry person. No. No. That's why I don't associate with you with Raphael. Donatello, definitely. It was purely just because I loved Red as a kid. Like, that that was the extent of my, my you know, six-year-old thinking. Fair enough. He wears my favorite color. He must be my favorite. I mean, I'm not arguing, but for me, for me now, as I've gotten older, yeah, there's a lot of leadership qualities in Leonardo that I've always appreciated. Um, I think I appreciate Michelangelo more as I get older. Oh, God, who doesn't? Like, he is who we all want to be as we get older. It's true. And yet, more often than not, I feel like Splinter. So, um, you know, just that aging rat trying to take care of his four mutant teenage turtle children. But it is what it is. Or in this case, our 20-some-odd mutant, teenage mutant uh, employees. Jesus. (laughs) Yes, they are all... They do some weird things. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. We're on the podcast, and I'm going to tell, totally tell a story about what happened today. Oh because you're going to appreciate it. You guys at home listening are going to find this hilarious. So, uh, I'm not going to name the kid, just because... Uh, are you signing over there? Maybe. <laughs> okay. I'm going to call him 2.0. Okay. Um, those that, that know us and know him will know what that means. Uh, but 2.0 today. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start up there with a. Uh, I was here. I, I was there mm-hmm. at the beginning of it. So, <clears throat> woman comes up and she says, "My daughter's playing in the play place, talking about screenplay. We have a screenplay theater that has like a play place in it. My kids can play in before the movies. So she comes up and she says, "My daughter's playing in the play place, and she says the slide is gross. Is it possible to clean it?" Well, 2.0 happens to be standing right next to me, and he's like, I'll go. He's like, is, is the only way to clean it sliding down the slide? I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah. Another employee pipes up. is like, I've done it. You just have to take it and just, like, spread out and just, like, go down the slide with it. And he's like, oh, okay. So he grabs a bunch of rags, and he disappears into the theater. But then Kyle's here when he comes back. Yes. So I'm standing there talking to Trisha and a couple of our employees. Just, it's a slow day. We're trying to, we're just trying to make it to the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And here comes 2.0. And 2.0 walks up. He's got this look on his face. And I go, how's it going? Did you get clean? He goes, well, yeah. I'm like, okay. What happened? 
apparently, while he was in there, he decided he was going to use his his utility knife or something and try and scrape something off. He didn't. I don't think he damaged the the um, the slide. He said I, it wasn't that gross. It was just kids going down in socks. So I don't know if like someone snagged their sock on something or I don't know. He was scraping something off the slide. I didn't yeah. get details. Yeah, that's not the important part of the story. The important part of the story is is that he's in the slide trying to get it cleaned up. Like bracing himself against the slide to hold it. Right. Hold One arm up. up. Probably got his legs. <laughs> like, I'm giving you a whole visual. Probably got his legs splayed out against the sides as he's oh, trying no. to scrape off whatever it is that's on there. With a knife. With, uh, I'm assuming a knife. Probably a pocket knife. No, yeah, yeah. Probably nothing like super sharp. But uh, just in case our employers are listening, we're not intentionally damaging company property. I just want to make that perfectly mm-hmm. clear. Um <laughs> We did not tell him to use the knife. Right. We just told him to go wipe it down. Mm-hmm. So if you need us to write him up, let us know. Um, <laughs> but hopefully you guys will find this. And if you do, well, hey, you can't reward us handsomely. Um, no. So he is in there. He has got to be all splayed out because it's a slide. And I've been down that thing, and it is slicker and snot on yes. a doorknob. And a kid up at the top yells, hey, what are you doing in there? Can we go down? And they don't wait for an answer. Next thing he knows, 2.0 is getting Superman tackled <laughs> in the slide by some kid. <laughs> I about lost it when I heard that story. Everybody <laughs> did. We were all dying. Oh, my God. Like, it's just the kind of ridiculous thing that happens around here that you cannot laugh at. And he, I, know, I know he's, like, embarrassed. He's going to laugh at it. Oh, he was road. telling everybody by the end of the shift, though. Absolutely, because mm-hmm. it's a great once, story. Once he got the initial yeah. reaction that he did, he was like, oh, I'm golden. Yeah. And he was telling everybody yeah, to get Yeah, we're not, we're not making, well, I mean, we are <coughs> making fun of you for it, too, mm-hmm. though. I'm just, I'm just saying. But it's because it's funny and it has absolutely nothing to do with you. It's nothing personal. It's just a hilarious thing to have. It's just the crazy stuff that happens here. Yeah. It's true. But, oh okay, on. so totally back on track. So, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you never saw it. I'm going to ask, because, like, I know you well enough to know you're really into nerdy stuff. Like, what movies did you grow up on? Um, hmm. Sorry, it's been a while since we heard from you. I watched a lot of Barbie movies. Is that where that <laughs> damn blue thing that was in the group chat came from? Yeah, Bibble, he's in Barbie Fairytopia. <laughs> okay, but she didn't just pull that out of nowhere. Didn't you say someone airdropped it to you? Yeah, at a someone airdropped it to me at a Panic at the Disco concert while I was in Tulsa. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like she was just in the chat. Was like, you know what this needs? A character from Barbie. I don't know. I could see me doing something like that. So nothing would surprise me at this point. But to be fair, I knew his name as soon as I saw him. Like airdropped to me. I remembered the character. That's funny. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh, that shit. is funny. I can't say anything because that's the kind of random stuff I would do. It's true. Yeah. I mean, how many weird ass gifts do I send you on a daily basis? Oh, I don't even know. Oh, uh, we—that's pretty much all our conversations are. I was—I was showing someone one of our conversations the other day, and I was, had to show the reaction gifts. And I was just like, you don't know how many times we have entire conversations just in gifts. It's true, and we know exactly what we're saying to each other. It's true. And that's how you know your real friends. Like one of us will send some piece of news, and it's just a string of reaction gifts after that. It's true. A whole lot of Jonah Hill just screaming and waving his hands whenever something exciting happens. Carlton dance. Oh, the Carlton dance is so good. Favorites. It's true. It's true. So a lot of Barbie movies. What I watched else? a lot of Barbie movies. Um, when I got older, my parents 
we got um, Goonies on DVD. Okay. Um, Both of the Ghostbusters on DVD. Had a girl. Pirates of the Caribbean. I just like to point out that Goonies and Ghostbusters are also from before you were born. Okay, but they're from when my parents were kids. Right? Okay, just out of curiosity, you don't have to tell me their exact ages. How old are your parents? My dad is celebrating his 50th this week. Okay, And so my mom's 48. Okay, 40s. so your folks are my folks' age, even though I'm considerably older than you. They weren't kids, but they were... They were growing up around that time. Yeah. Like, high school age. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. roughly. And yeah. by the time Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out in the 90s, both of my parents were teaching already. So they weren't, like... Okay. Around that age where they'd okay. be super interested in it. Okay. But still, sounds like plenty of geeky stuff in there. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking Ghostbusters 1 and 2 and Goonies, Back to the Future. I didn't see that until I was probably in middle school that I remember, so around okay. 12-ish. You know, that's fine. For the subject matter of that movie, as much as I love it, uh, mm-hmm. once we start making jokes probably about incest, probably a good thing. I grew up on that movie from like three uh-huh. up, and uh, it just gets funnier every year that I yeah. watch it. I don't remember much before that, because those were around like eight that I started watching those, because we watched them on like car trips and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything before that except like Barbie movies and like weird television. So like Blue's Clues, Dora, that kind of crap. I don't remember movies, except I remember I watched, Disney? yes, a lot of Disney. I wore, wore out my Aristocats VHS. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's a solid choice. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite, but it's a solid choice. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. That was my favorite as a kid. I'm going to admit it. Bambi is still my all-time favorite Disney movie, and I don't care who knows it. Yeah, I said it. Grown man loves Bambi. I don't know that I've ever seen Bambi all the way through. Oh my god, it's so good. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> no, like it's it's that good. It's I mean it's just I, I wore out that VHS tape as a child all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, like to the point I actually made my grand or my uncle, not my granddad, my uncle as he was babysitting me, watch it for an entire day. The movie's only seventy <laughs> minutes long. So you can you imagine how many times we had to rewind it and start it all over again just to keep me entertained? That's how much I love Bambi. Wow. For me it was yeah. Lion King. My mom told me once that she always lived in fear that the tape would break, and she didn't know what, to, what she was going to do if that day ever came. Buy a new mm-hmm. one? I say that. <laughs> I, I know. I know. VHS tapes were not cheap back then. <laughs> That's it. We didn't have a lot of money. I know. Not only did she have four kids, she also babysat. So when was she going to go to the store and buy a new Lion King? It's Plus, true. It's Walmart Disney. Super- How can you guarantee that it's going to be in the store? That's fair. That is fair. Rent it? Nah, eh, she'd have to get over to the video store. Okay. You're right. I we know. Rent, I already we said did it. rent movies once a week, but I also had three older siblings. Do you think I ever had a choice on what we watched? No. My I siblings was... got in trouble because they let me watch Gremlins when I was four and I had nightmares. I've never seen Gremlins. Oh, you are so much <laughs> Gremlins with us. Just in time for Christmas, too. Even I think like, we've had this conversation we already. Have, we have, and it's, oh, it's happening. It's happening. Because that is... Like, there are Christmas movies, and then there are weird-ass Christmas movies. That's one of them, and you have to say, watch don't, it. Don't be, don't be deterred by me saying I had a nightmare, because, man, I was four. There was weird creatures. I was terrified. That's all it took. It's not that scary. They had a Game Boy game of it uh, when I was a kid, and the cover of it was one of the, the gremlins, after he's already turned into a gremlin, mm-hmm. uh, with a dark, like, demonic red background looking terrifying, <laughs> and that scared the ever-loving hell out of me as a kid. 
<laughs> I can't not watch Gremlins every year. Like, if it's on TV, sure. if I got the DVD out, I'm watching it. It doesn't matter. If they're playing it for a retro night or, or Alamo Drafthouse is showing it, I'm going. It's that good. <coughs> it's that entertaining. We'll also have to do Krampus. Did you see Krampus? No. Okay, oh Krampus, my gosh. Krampus, Krampus is like is in the same vein. I told you, we were definitely going to get off topic today, because we should be talking about turtles and we're not. I don't like horror movies. This is more like horror comedy. Okay. Yeah, especially Good Krampus. Enough. Krampus is Gremlins little, definitely well, is. Yeah. Krampus, Krampus is a little, a little it's, more... It's a couple a couple steps more towards the horror. horror. Than Wasn't the it advertised as a horror movie? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's kind of... It's a, it's a dark, dark horror comedy. Cool. Yeah. And it's actually pretty good for being PG-13. Hmm. Yes, yeah, said that too. Because I dog on those movies all the time. But it's good. I remember having that conversation too. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, so this is the point in the show. We are going to go ahead and um, we're going to pause right here. If you're listening along you want to stop right here with us, feel free to. Or if you've seen Ninja Turtles enough times that you can remember it or quote it like Tart, like Trisha and I do, uh, keep on listening. Um, we're going to go watch the movie. That way we can get Lucy's thoughts on it and kind of see this thing through new eyes. And I think that's what I'm most excited about doing things like this tonight. So, Lucy, real quick before we go, expectations for this film. I don't think it's going to be very good. I will (laughs) fight you. Oh, the disrespect. Oh. Just, like, I don't know. The turtles look weird. The puppets look awesome. They look like turtles! <laughs> As opposed Not to really? CGI? No! The new one? Right. Those, were, so those were terrifying. But, like, I don't True. think there's a good way to make them. Like, make walking. What are they called? Mutant turtles? No. Anthropomorphic <laughs> no. creatures? What's it called? Bipedal. There's no way no. to make a turtle look good on bipedal. Which means you walk on two oh. legs. Oh. Oh. I beg to differ. <laughs> Jim Henson and company did it, and they did it damn well. And Michael Bay can burn in hell for that abomination he put out a few years ago. Even though I know he didn't direct it, I'm still blaming him for making him look like the Goombas from Super Mario Brothers. And I swear to God, if you've never seen that movie, I haven't. You want to? Okay, well, she hasn't. Most rational people haven't. I know. You That's, forget it's a terrible we're watching movie. It. I know it's a terrible movie. I know it's a terrible movie, but it's got such, it's so bad that the curiosity factor, you have to look at it. You've got to watch it. You're going to watch it. Okay. Uh, it's, like, it's so bad, it's good. That one's got Dennis Hopper in it. He's fantastic as King Koopa. <laughs> okay. All right. So that being said, we're going to stop right here. You guys feel free to either keep listening or stop, go watch the movie while we do the same thing. Come back here in just a minute. And we'll talk Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on My Drunk Movie Theater. And, of course, what are we eating while we watch the movie? Oh, how did I forget? We're, yeah. We're Pizza talking... Dude's got five minutes. 30 seconds, young lady. <laughs> well, it's going to take more than 30 seconds to go watch the movie. So. That's also true. going to take it at least 90 minutes. So, we're going to enjoy this. We're going to enjoy our delicious Domino's Pizza. Uh, which is exactly what they were eating in the film. It's true. And we're going to go from there. All right. We'll talk to you guys here in a bit. Thanks. All right. We're back on My Drunk Movie Theater. Uh, So we just watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 1990 original, the classic, the best one. Lucy, your first time watching it, 
I'm going to require you for the next two minutes <laughs> to give me a recap from beginning to end. You don't have to go into graphic detail, but it's got okay. to be just good enough that I go, all right, I believe that's what the movie is about. You ready? Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. And go. Okay, so there's these four, like, 15-year-olds <laughs> fighting crime. Because there's, they walked in uh, radioactive waste at some point when they were babies, along with a big rat. <laughs> and there's a bigger, like, there's more crime than usual because of the foot or the foot clan. They keep changing what they're called throughout the entire movie. They go back and forth. Um, and so... They rescue this reporter, and then they decide she gets mugged again for some reason because she's talking about them on TV. And Raphael rescues her and brings her back to their hideout. And then when they go to her house for pizza, Splinter gets kidnapped. And then they come back. They go, oh, no. <laughs> and then they go back <laughs> to her house, and they don't tell her what happened. They just go, Splinter. <laughs> and then stay the night at her house. <laughs> and then Raphael gets all pissed and goes up to the roof because him and Leonardo yes. got in a fight. <laughs> and he gets attacked. And when they go down to the antique shop, they're like, hmm, he's been gone a while, but that's okay. <laughs> and then he falls through the ceiling. And they go to her family farm that was not mentioned ever before this because she owns an antique shop and a farm and got fired <laughs> and then oh the guy that um he Raphael like got into a pissing contest with at the beginning um shows back up and comes with them to the farm and then they come home because they have like a fire chat like in Harry Potter with Splinter <laughs> and so they go back to New York. <laughs> Time's <laughs> up, but I'm gonna let you keep going. This is too good. <laughs> and then they um fight the foot kids. Because <laughs> they're all like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> and then um oh what's her name? The reporter's uh <laughs> boss's kid. Is, has been talking to Splinter and decides he wants to be a good guy now. And so he, like, helps Splinter escape with Casey. And then they there's a big fight, and the turtles win. <laughs> I think that about sums it up. That was, yes, yes, it does. That, uh, that went better than I thought it was going to, actually. <laughs> Harry Potter fireside chat. <laughs> Solid. All right, so... You just sat through it. You obviously mm -hmm. just recapped it. Uh, recapped it. I want to hear your initial thoughts as you're watching this with us. It was cheesy. It's 1990. Yeah, I know. That's kind of what I expected. Okay. But it, it was like a good cheesy. Okay. Good. So, right. so you, you enjoyed the movie? Yes. Awesome. All right. So, I mean, anything that really stood out to you besides, you know, the numerous plot holes that you decided to point <laughs> out during the synopsis or... Um... I don't know how she's able to afford her house. The 
farm and the antique shop that she said she's losing money on. Oh, April? Yeah. Yeah. And her apartment. And then as a reporter. And uh, she's like 27, so she's not been in at it very long. But she's really good at it. Yeah, but she also got fired. <laughs> because she's really good at it. Yeah. And Chief Stearns is a dick. True. So there's yeah. that. Um, I just also I was, movies and TVs are not known for their realism when it comes yeah, to uh, rent and whatnot. I've seen several mm-hmm. articles about that's true. friends and how they should not be able to afford the apartment. Well, she owns rent. like a whole ass building, not just an apartment. She like owns the whole building. Inheritance. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's, true. there's answers to that. Even, yeah. Even in New York in 1990, yeah. where inflation has not killed you yet. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Alright. Uh, <laughs> what else? What else do you want to tell us about the movie? Um, what, like your experience with it? Their teeth are weird. Tur- turtles don't have teeth. <laughs> That's fair. But they're mutant. They're mutant turtles. That's true. So you gotta take that into account. Yeah. Well, and then, um... You had said that you thought that they were gonna be creepy. Yeah. Well, they're you- not fun to look at. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't think they look good, <laughs> but they're but, better than like the CGI ones. Okay, Thank you. that's, that's, that's all. That's all yeah, that's all that's we're all looking I for. Because I have, I saw those in like the trailers and stuff when that movie's gonna come out, and I was like, those look awful. Yeah. Right. So I okay. stand by. There's no way to make bipedal turtles look good in real life. I will argue that with you all day, <laughs> but we don't have time for it. Uh, I think these turtles look amazing. Um, Yes, cheesy to an extent because yeah. it is 1990. Yes, we yes. don't have the advent of CGI yet. Mm-hmm. But for what it is, they still emote better than the CGI yeah. ones. Yeah. So, um, and they're not stereotypes like they were in the the newer yeah. movies. Yeah, they they took. Yes, they all have distinct personalities, but in the newer movies, they took it way too far into just straight up stereotypes. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen those. So like, I don't know. Let's take the tech ones in the technology and let's give him glasses because nerds wear glasses. <laughs> but this nerd does wear glasses. Okay, well, this nerd doesn't. Well, that's fair. Well, it's 2v1. It's true. You also wear glasses, mm-hmm. so two to one here. That stereotype yeah. is acceptable. Hashtag not all nerds. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, so any standout moments for you in this movie besides the Harry Potter fireside chat? <laughs> As you so succinctly um, put it. It's a very good description. It, it really is. Like, for, for this generation, absolutely. I'll, I'll allow it. Um, the, what's it called? The scythe? The scythe? The knife thing? Uh-huh. Wasn't pointy. No. No. It wasn't sharp. No, no. <laughs> and so I was confused as to how he stabbed people with it. Well, you gotta remember, too, there's also a moment in there where Leo swipes somebody off their feet with his katanas. Yeah, And they also do not that. lock that leg off and into pieces yeah. like it should have. My favorite part is when Casey's cutting vegetables with the katana. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's so ridiculous, but it's mm-hmm. totally in character for Casey to do. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Yes. I don't know. What about you, Trisha? What are you, you grew up with this movie like I did. I always get a chuckle from the moment where they accuse him of being claustrophobic and his reaction is, you take that back. I've never looked at another man like that. <laughs> Because you're just like, this man is a giant idiot, but I love him anyway. It's true. It reminded me of the scene in Romeo and Juliet where she says, 
you're illiterate. And he's like, no, I'm not. My parents were married. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen that, but that's actually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one of my favorite moments in that movie, um, the fireside chat is fantastic. Like, I... Mm-hmm. If I had, you know, been sitting at home today, I probably would have gone crying during it <laughs> instead of cracking jokes with Trisha the entire time because we know that movie like the back of our hands. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, but it's like one of the key emotional moments in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that even the with, hug. Huh? Oh, the hug. the hug. The hug in the bathtub. Yes. What's a guy got to do to get some food around here? Like, those two moments are just great, solid, emotional moments from, from what should be a pretty cartoonish kind of film. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just that, that fireside chat. And, of course, Splinter talking about fathers always love their sons. They always care about their sons. That always gets to me. Um, so that's, that, from an emotional aspect, that's what I love. But my favorite line in the whole damn movie is Michelangelo yelling at the TV at the... Uh, the cartoon tortoise and hare story as he's yelling, oh, ninja kick the damn rabbit, you know, <laughs> kills me every time because that's exactly what I would do. I will sit there and watch TV and I will yell at it just like that. Um, the only damn that yeah. does not come from Raphael's mouth in the movie. Also true, but Raphael does squeeze in a bitchin' at the end. Uh, so we kept Trackner in the movie because it's a PG movie, obviously, um, which... Which is weird, because if you ever read those comics, like the original comics, yeah, they're a parody of like other superhero comics and all that, obviously with the, the foot being the parody of the hand from Daredevil. Uh, ultraviolet. Ultraviolet, and they're mostly in black and white, so you actually don't see the colored headbands. They're all wearing red when they actually do color them. Um, but yeah, for a PG movie based on an R-rated comic book, uh, it's always fun to see. Um, but yeah, no. What uh, was our final count? Four dams? Four dams from Raphael, one from Michelangelo, and then the one bitchin' from Raphael. And I feel like there's a couple other little ones from other characters, but when it comes to the main main Ninja Turtles, I mean, that's, that's all you get. And it's kind of funny to keep track of. Because every dam in there is always some kind of yell. It's just, true. It's, it's either that quiet, damn. Raphael is just a very angry person. Turtle, whatever. Turtle person? Turtle person, person turtle? <laughs> I don't know. He's the original emo kid, as we decided. That's true. I am fairly certain if you, you actually made that movie in the mid-2000s, the entire soundtrack when it came to him would be Fallout Boy, Panic at the Disco, <laughs> uh, My Chemical Romance. That's mm-hmm. it. That's all he'd be listening to. That's true. Because uh, uh, he's so angry. With some Lincoln Park thrown in for the anger. Do what? With some Lincoln Park thrown in for the anger. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um... Yeah, he he is he has got to be the middle child of the four. <laughs> like even though they're all the same age, he is definitely the middle child. But yeah, <laughs> does that make Mikey the youngest? Oh, absolutely. Dantel right above him. Leo's obviously the oldest. Raph's the one that's got that bad middle child syndrome. <laughs> like I said, growing up, like I, I see my siblings in each of those characters to some extent. Uh, my little sister's definitely a Michelangelo type. Kind of goofy, kind of not, you know, making money, funny comments, but not always with it with certain things. Raph was my little brother, to a T, complete with the attitude problems. So um, I, I think that's the one thing that's always stuck with me in that film, too, is how big it is on family without being overly preachy. 
Yeah. Uh, and I, I've always loved it for that. So cheesiness aside, yeah. uh, it, it's it's just a great family film. It's one that, like I said, we grew up with. We quote all the time. Um, and it just it sticks with you. So do you think you'd watch it again is the question. If it was on, I'd probably put it on while I did something else. I don't think I'd seek it out to watch it again, though. Just what? That's like, a shame. I want to throw a shoe. What, what about the sequels? Would you be there? Interested? There are sequels. There are. I'd watch the sequels. Okay. Just to see. Just to see. Okay. Uh-huh. So there are two. There are two sequels. Technically three, if we count the animated movie from the mid two thousands, which is actually not bad. I like it. As Patrick Stewart as the villain. <laughs> but the second one, Secret of the Ooze, where you kind of find out more about where the ooze came from that turned them into yeah. giant turtles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the third one is actually a time travel story where they go back in time to feudal era Japan. Interesting. Yes. Which I did not watch near as much. No, no. I think you I've watched... seen it once or twice, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I like I like it, and if I ever catch it on, I'll definitely watch it. But the first two are the ones that get the most airplay. Yeah. Honestly, I think the second one might be my favorite, uh, mostly for Vanilla Ice and his awesome cameo and his... Only other big hit, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> we talk Ice Ice Baby all day, but go ninja or the ninja rap. Ninja rap. Go ninja. Go ninja. Go. Go ninja. Go ninja. Go. Trust me. Ninja. Ninja. Rap. <laughs> Cracks me up every time. Uh, speaking of weird, weird, like one line things that we just remember from that movie. Tatsu, the henchman for the Shredder, <laughs> who has like one word lines throughout it until like one key moment right in the third act where he's talking to the Shredder and his head is facing away from the camera. Yeah. And it's clear that he's being dubbed over. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, every word out of his mouth is attack or ninja vanish. Well, and then he tells one kid like, go play. Yes. Yes. Go. And I, I don't know if you heard the two of us talking during the movie, but um, a couple years ago, Kevin Eastman, the creator of Team NT, mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. at Planet Comic Con. Right. And so Alamo Draft yes. House did a showing of this movie with Kevin Eastman uh, commentating. Mm-hmm. And he said, he during that movie, that the guy that plays that character, plays Tatsu, did not speak English. I mean, that's why his lines are what they are. Because yeah. they gave him very simple things that he could remember. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Especially when they dubbed over it. Yeah. Because yeah. that line was just too long mm-hmm. for him. Because, like, mm-hmm. simple things like attack, go play. Like, you can mimic the sounds yeah. and make it believable. But an entire sentence uh, is pushing it mm-hmm. a little bit. It's true. Huh. Yeah. Fun factoid there. It's true. <laughs> By the way, Kevin Eastman will be at Planet Comic Con in two weeks. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, this will be our second time meeting him. I'm definitely getting my VHS copy signed this go-round. I'm, nice. I'm getting my own autograph this time, since last time I got an autograph for my niece for her birthday. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, you're trying to raise This time it's all about me. There you go. As it should be. It's Comic-Con. It's Geek mm-hmm. Prom. It's all good. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to go meet him again so that I can let him know. If you ever listen to this, Kevin Eastman, <laughs> yes, you got to be the first episode on this podcast that we hope... You know, goes viral and all that. Um, but I'm going to say thank you because that movie still makes my childhood, that, that whole series, the cartoons, everything. Um, but yeah, uh, interesting factoid about this movie is that it's actually still, I think, the highest grossing 
independent film ever made. Huh. I did not know that. I wouldn't it, have it is, that. Yeah. Um, it, it, I don't know if it still is, but at one time it was. Because uh, the movie had... Hold on. I'm going to... We have smartphones. Why am I not using my technology right in front of me? Um, I can look it up and tell you that the foot plan is a parody of the hand, but uh, <laughs> hold on a second. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. I'll give you a topic. Um, hold on. Here we go. Did you have a favorite turtle? Yeah. Everybody has a favorite turtle. I only remember two of them. Because I remember blue is Leonardo, red is Raphael. Mm-hmm. Is purple Michelangelo? No. Donatello. Nope. Donatello. Donatello, the orange mm-hmm. is Michelangelo. Okay, I only remembered the two. <laughs> it's okay. It's a good start. <laughs> so. It's not bad for a first showing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so the movie originally had a budget of $13.5 million, uh, went on to gross $202. Um, and of course, obviously, the sequels, the merchandise, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just catapulted it through the roof of the uh, of the zeitgeist and pop culture. Um, still pretty impressive. Yeah. Like, yes, is it dated? Sure, but that's part of what makes it so fun. It is like you get. To, it's it's a little time capsule to New York. Like in I pointed out, the kid with the like wavy mullet and the single dangly earring. I like he how it's like Mr. Tough Guy. Like. I like how upset you got over the fact that there's a Royals fan there, and like you're excited that it's a Royals hat in there, but you have to point out the Royals sucked in 1989, 1990 when this film was being made. Because they did. But they still had that George had Brett, have, who was a superstar at the time. That had to have been a deliberate thing to put that in there. It wasn't just like, a, let's pick a popular team at the time. Like, like everyone puts in a Yankees hat now because everyone wants, likes the Yankees for some unknown reason. It's true. But like to see a Royals hat in that era... Was surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a little Singing. bit. Anytime I see a especially Royals... since it takes place in New York City, right? They could have easily done a Yankees hat or a Mets or a Mets hat. Well, you know, especially right in Manhattan, I would. Or imagine. even since they're supposed to be this counterculture, give them a Boston hat. Really piss off the New York. Okay, I was going to say, hold on, wait a minute, because counterculture, yes, but but no kid is dumb enough in New York City at any given moment to wear a Boston Red Sox hat, <laughs> hands down. Like you got to you got to be rolling with your own gang of street toughs to be pulling that off. You mean like these kids? I mean, yeah, but nah, I don't even think they're that bold. They were hanging out with ninjas. They were smoking cigars and playing. You think cool. they're too scared to wear a Red Sox hat? Yes. Yes. Never underestimate a pissed off Yankees fan. Is all I'm gonna say. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> it's just it's funny to go back. Uh, what I really like about that movie too is going back and seeing exactly what they consider to be bad kid behavior. You know, I think there's the one girl wearing a belly shirt. There are yeah. kids smoking, which obviously we don't. We're Regular not even or menthol? Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Rockwell offering up smoke. He's like, you got cigarettes? Yeah, we got two kinds. And now, if you actually go to a, a, a smoke shop, they've got like a whole wall here. What flavor do you want? <laughs> I told told these guys, you know, if they made this movie now the exact same way and not what we got a few years ago, the question would be grape or cherry. You know, <laughs> it's a jewel. Uh, they're going to be vaping. <laughs> um, but yeah, what what I really like though is just like I said, seeing those those different bad behaviors and whatnot. Kids smoking. Uh, I love the old product placement of the Burger King and Pepsi oh, products yeah. in there. 
But then we get to the craft marshmallows in the campfire scene, and they have that stuff like twisted away to where you can't see it. Like Kraft was <laughs> deathly terrified that somebody's yeah. gonna associate these turtles with their brand. And let's be real, they totally started a forest fire because he definitely set that burning marshmallow down in the grass. It's true. <laughs> Without blowing it up. That's true. Although they probably had a little more saturation from rain. It's not like now where, you know, global warming and all that's gonna <laughs> just totally screw the whole pooch. Sell that to Nebraska right now. Ooh. You went there. I did. That's a change. But um all right. Any any other thoughts? Anything you guys want to share? Lucy, did you have anything else that just stood out to you that you just need to get out of your system about this movie? Um I don't think so. I mentioned how my grandma has one of those size. Yeah, okay, <laughs> hold on. Yeah, you did drop that on us, and I'm like, we are definitely talking about that, and I'm glad you brought it back up. Why in the hell does your grandmother have a sigh? My uncles were born 14 years after my mom. So they grew up with teenage mutants. Okay. Okay. So they have all of their old toys are still at her house. And so she still has one of those at the house. So it's not like a legitimate like no. weapon okay. sigh. It's like a TMNT toy Yeah. Sigh. Okay. Okay. And okay. now that you've said that, that piece is the whole thing. So your uncle is, is going to be closer to our age than, yeah. than your parents' age. My uncle Joe is 32. And okay. my uncle Jake is... That, that, that is my age. Yeah. Boom. And he, my uncle Jake is 33. Okay. I think. Gotcha. So, yeah. Okay, that, that makes a lot of sense. So, what you need to do before you come back on and we decide to do Ninja Turtles 2 with you, mm-hmm. uh, you need to talk to your uncles about the Ninja Turtles and get yourself an education. <laughs> uh, I think it's the best thing you can do because yeah. they. They they're like they're gonna be like us. They've grown up with it. They're gonna mm-hmm. appreciate the hell Especially out of it. Especially toys. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Uh, favorite? I'm, did you you stole all your brother's toys? Oh yeah. Okay. I didn't own any myself. I just stole my brother's little action figures. Okay. He had a whole little case for them. Oh, I may have two, and I can't remember. Uh, so I'm assuming he had the ones that would actually you could fold them up into like little Ninja Turtle, like actual turtle turtles. Did you ever see those? They're almost no. like a Transformer. Okay, so this is... He did love Transformers, so it's surprising that he didn't have them. Okay, but, okay so so these, I don't know when they these came about. These are just about. straight up action figures. Okay, so these, I don't know when they came about. The weapons are removable? Yes. So I don't know exactly when these came about, but they were still out when I was little. Um, but basically, you know, you, op- you know, got the package, of course, they're already in their, their full mode. Uh, but then what you could do is you actually pull apart their shell and you could change the head from being their Ninja Turtle head mm-hmm. with the bandana to just a regular turtle head and then fold their arms in and it would actually fold out little legs to stick out on the side and it would sit just like just like a regular little turtle. Have a little tail on it and everything. Why? Yeah. Why not? So that way you can reenact the uh, their their origins. <laughs> I guess that's the only thing I don't know. I thought it was cool as hell, okay? But yeah, they they actually had They don't those. actually do that at any point. They don't. Well, obviously no, because if they split apart like that, they'd be dead. Just saying. But no, they that's that's what the toy did, and that, that I always thought that was kind of you know. I still think about it. Like I'm like, where are mine? Are they still in my mom's like storage unit somewhere? Or now we know what keeps Kyle awake at night. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things that keep me awake at night. Where like are my turtle toys. Uh, why does Scrooge McDuck have a Scottish accent and Donald just speaks in intelligible gibberish? 
I mean, it's true. We've had this conversation. We have had that conversation. We'll probably have that conversation again. Probably. Um, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, Trisha, any final thoughts? I don't think so. No? Nothing? Still love this movie as much as I always have. Favorite Ninja Turtle line? Besides the, uh, uh, the claustrophobic line? I still love Raph, Raph just being like, I'm going to go see a movie. And everyone's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, right after, in. you can't be seen. Well, I'm going to go see a movie. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, he did put on a hat mm-hmm. and the jacket. Lucy, what about you? I just remember thinking he looked like um, the thing in the Fantastic Four movie from like 2001. <laughs> where he goes to like call his fiance. And she comes out in, like, pure lingerie. Do you remember that? No. Okay. <laughs> no. I've slept and drank since then, but even still. In the one like, with Chris Evans? Yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. Like, I've seen it. She comes out in just, like, pure lingerie. <laughs> and then she runs away and screams. Oh, I'm lie, that was a weird time in my life where I didn't like Chris <laughs> Evans. Which is well, nobody liked Chris crazy Evans. to think of at the time. Yeah. But. Well, now he's Captain America. Mm-hmm. He grew it's into true. himself. It's true. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he wears that exact outfit. The, like, trench coat and a trench weird hat. hat. A lot of characters and a lot of movies wear a trench coat. It's true. Okay, but nowadays, yeah. nowadays, it's all ball caps and sunglasses, you know, because sure. that's how you hide it's in true. public. Mm-hmm. Ask Ant-Man. He will tell you. Uh. <laughs> Still think one of my favorite lines in the movie, though, is uh, in the fight, the first fight between Raph and uh, Casey Jones... When they're sitting there and he grabs the baseball bat and he goes, Jose Canseco bat? Tell me you didn't pay money for this. <laughs> I take, I take my back. One. I take my back. <laughs> cricket? You gotta know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. <laughs> I teach you. <laughs> oh, I oh. like how they never specify what he played professionally, what Casey played professionally. No, they yeah. didn't. You're right. They really didn't. And he was carrying around baseball bats, a cricket thing. Cricket and bat. Cricket, is it a bad It's stick? a cricket bat, okay. yes. And, then, and a he, hockey stick. And a hockey stick. So it could have been literally one of three things. It's true. It's true. Although, if he was playing professional cricket, I'd be really impressed. Yeah. Does not strike me as the type. Well, don't Especially cricket games go on like five days? Yeah. Do Does what? Like cricket go on for like five days? They can. They can, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound like fun. No, no. I don't know that they could pay me enough to do that. I'd get worn yeah. out. <laughs> Yeah, actually, no. I'm glad you brought that up. That is actually the first time I've ever noticed that bit of dialogue. Like, by that point, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for the turtles to get back and go. We're back. You know, we're going back. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, wait. Oh, yeah. Okay, I don't totally did not remember that. So, So, the fact that Shredder finds that picture on Danny, and instead of, like, grilling him and being like, you know where the turtles are, you've seen the turtles, he's just like, they're back, and I'm now going to walk away from you and not talk Mm -hmm. to you. At all about this in general. Yeah. And not put any we, extra guards around. Well, well, we only have, by that point, we only have like 15 minutes left in the movie, so we don't have time for that bit of exposition. It's mm-hmm. just send everybody to the sewers and find these <laughs> damn turtles. That's all we want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, henceforth, why the one guy scurries into the rain gutter <laughs> instead of jumping into, uh, into a manhole. Mm-hmm. You float too. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't believe we actually yelled that while we were watching this tonight. We uh, did. We did. 
we did. All right. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Lucy, I want to thank you for coming on to, today. And, You're welcome. Uh, I and, did a thumbs up and no one can see that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, we saw it. It's okay. I still talk with my hands, and we're clearly mm, doing true. this as an audio format yeah, only. That's true. Um, again, Trisha, thank you. you. You've helped push this along to some extent. <laughs> Uh, after so many years of talking about doing something, well, here we are. Um, if you're listening and you found us or, you know, I've pestered you and said, hey, please give us a listen, at least on this first episode. Uh, you can follow us on uh, on uh, Twitter is where we're going to have uh, some new stuff as well as a Facebook page. Uh, we'll probably do an Instagram and Snapchat maybe. I don't know. I, I'm too old for this crap. I'm only 30. Um, but Twitter, definitely follow us on there because we'll, we'll be sharing what's going on there as well as Facebook. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, and thank you guys for joining us on this first episode of My Drunk Movie Theater. Uh, I'm Kyle Sutton. I'm Trisha Campbell. And we're signing off. Have a good night. <laughs>